welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. How are you doing uh, this morning, this afternoon? Good whatever. morning. <laughs> doing <laughs> whatever it happens to be. <laughs> You're on the East Coast. I'm in the yeah, Colorado Mountain Time. Um, this is uh, Tuesday, uh, the 15th, the day after Valentine's Day. Uh, yes. Which we, uh, we, as you know, we tape a little bit ahead of time. So, uh, do you, what are your? Do you have any plans for uh, Valentine's? So I better, but I don't know what they are yet. So. <laughs> But I'm not making the Valentine's plans. So, Dan, so we'll so see what Dan, Dan comes up with. So Dan I, better. Dan better, yes. So I have, however, made, I told you our anniversary is this month too. Yeah. And so I told him hands off anniversary. I have it all completely planned. But because it's not yet, I can't tell you what it is because if he listens to the podcast, he'll find out what it is. And I have a whole surprise weekend planned. Oh, so fantastic. It's going to be fun. Yeah, I'm looking. So I'll share with it after I know he can't hear it ahead of time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I've got plans to uh, <laughs> take uh, Linda out to uh, dinner. Uh, uh-huh. And uh, so we'll, we've, I've got that all reserved and ready to go. And uh, it's at a place. Uh, we actually, uh, our grandson was here this weekend, um, and he was going to a dance with his girlfriend at uh uh, high school here in Colorado. He's from, he's lives in Texas, but he's still uh, dating this uh, beautiful girl here. Um, so <laughs> we were talking about this. So I've taken her to uh-huh. this restaurant, um, and it's this big, big, huge place. Uh, and where we were sitting is a big glass window. Uh, oh, pretty. Uh, so <laughs> Linda. <laughs> You know, she gets up from the table, goes out, and there's a, uh, it happened to be during, I think it was a uh, college game that we all were interested in, and it was a football game on the on the television at the bar. Okay. So she's, you know, she goes to the restroom, stops there, and she's watching something happen on the uh, football game. And it, uh-huh. and, it, and it excited her of what happened, so she, so she... She runs, and she doesn't know. She didn't didn't oh, no. register. Oh no! <laughs> that there's no door there, or or there's anything there. Right. And, and she, it was very clean glass, apparently. It was very clean, <laughs> and she. I mean, I'm telling you, she whacks this this uh, window. Oh You know, no. of course, uh, falls back, and everybody in the and think about this: a restaurant probably with 150 people in it. Oh no! Goes silent. <laughs> like what happened they thought they thought something like fell in or collapsed right or something. right know, what happened it's so, you know she she hits this thing you know and she comes back and and um uh i think you talked uh you and i talked a little bit about getting the giggles uh-huh um, <laughs> and and aiden and i got the giggles Oh no! Because it and it was so. You waited until you knew she was okay, right? Yeah, she's you good. can't she's get the sta- giggles until you know she's, she's okay. She's up, you know. And she's <laughs> she's fine. Uh, and we were. It, it just. It was so funny that I. Oh, I. Man. I. I've never laughed harder in my life. Um, uh, and I couldn't. I couldn't stop. And poor Linda, you know, she's she's the attention of the entire uh, restaurant. Like, uh-huh. who, like who did that? <laughs> Get all Lucy. Yeah, Lucy Ricardo. Uh, so uh, that's where I'm taking her back to dinner. Uh, to oh, and, honey. Uh, and, and Aiden has been there, and he says, hey, Opa, he said, guess what? Uh, he said, they, they put decals on that window. Because <laughs> 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 of what happened with Linda, she at least saved somebody else from the problem. But Okay, I have to tell you something real quick. This is totally off topic, but it's it's funny talking about something like that you know there are things that we do that other people put precautions in place there was a time when we everybody on here knows anna 
we took our kids down to DC and um, Anna was four years old and a little, a little bit of a tyrant at that time sometimes. And we went into the Smithsonian, the Air and Space Museum yeah. and saw the, the Kitty Hawk is yeah. there. Yeah. And at this time, you know, when she was four years old, there's nothing really around it. There's one of those rope fences around it, you know. And um, she, for whatever reason, got in her mind that she wanted to duck under the rope and go see the airplane. And she ducks under the rope and goes up and she is all over it. And Dan, being the size he is, runs, goes under the rope, goes up to get her or whatever, causes this big commotion. We get her out of there. Fast forward to, um, I don't know. 10 years later or something and we're back there for something and lo and behold there's plexiglass all around that airplane <laughs> and I am convinced to this day that there's a videotape they sat and watched a videotape of security of Anna doing that and decided we have to put plexiglass around this for the very same reason probably that um, you yes. know those stickers are now on that restaurant yep. window <laughs> yep. so you can uh, you can call that the Raconi plexiglass around yes the, around the uh, airplane yeah, it's funny. Well, um, you know, we're talking about overcoming fear, worry, and anxiety. And, and one comment that we've made, uh, and we've said this about discerning God's will, we're actually going to have a series coming up called The Covenant. We've mentioned The Covenant. You're blessed to be a blessing. Mm -hmm. um, and God said, that's my, my uh, way of living with you. Well, a question came up uh, that somebody sent us that was a good question is, well, how do you reconcile the covenant with we believers uh, with what happened to the disciples mm -hmm. uh, because all of them except John by the way uh, got martyred right um, uh, and you know Paul was arrested and uh, you know so they would you could look at it and say well that didn't seem blessing mm -hmm. um, and so how do you reconcile that because they didn't seem to to have blessing. So uh, let's, let's talk a little bit about it. Um, first of all, that there is an end to life. Right. Uh, and at the end, and it's generally going to be, you know, a sickness, a disease, something that we, in our body wears out, uh, we don't get healed from it. <clears throat> Uh, and we pass on from this time because he said uh, your your time is appointed. There is a time, yeah. Uh, and Paul said, uh, you know, to live is Christ, but to die is gain. Mm -hmm. That to go be with him is going to be spectacular. And uh, he even says, and, and this is Philippians chapter one. He says, I'm kind of torn uh, between staying a little bit longer. And by the way, when he's writing Philippians, he's writing from jail in, and I'll talk about that in a second in Rome uh, yeah uh, I believe God's getting ready to take me home that's going to be spectacular I'm kind of torn I think I think I mean that's going to go that's going to be eternal so I'm going to go be excited about that you know uh, should I stay <laughs> should I stay here at all uh, and I'm not sure you know he's I'm kind of torn between the two uh, but he says you know I'll, I'll just follow what God has to say about that uh, so first of all, at the end of our lives, and again, it could be a sickness, uh, could be a accident, um, can be, uh, and there are believers around the world that are martyred, uh, killed, for for their because they uh, their faith, uh, whoever's coming against them. Uh, so that's true, and and we have an example of that with Stephen. Right. Uh, this is in uh, Acts chapter six. Uh, Stephen is uh, been positioned in Jerusalem there um, as a what they call it what he, they call the deacon, um, and it was that the elders and the elders would have been the disciples uh, were <clears throat> uh, both teaching and sharing truth. And remember, think about the first thirty years of the church uh, what's happening is that the uh, disciples um, are teaching all the things that they learn with from Christ Christ right. did. Christ said this happened uh, so the words that we read in the Gospels particularly uh, are 
are ones that they would have shared day, literally day after day after day. Right, uh, right. Yeah, and, and it wasn't until 25, 30 years later that the writing, and they were probably writing things mm-hmm. down, but they then made it official um, and documented everything. Um, and so that was Matthew, uh, Mark, John Mark, um, and then John mm-hmm. uh, wrote three of the Gospels. Um, and during that time, there was a fourth Gospel that was written by Luke. Mm-hmm. Luke was not a disciple. He, he, became to, he came to know Christ after the resurrection and probably, okay. probably at Pentecost. Um, he was a physician. Mm-hmm. Um, so his mind was very detailed. So he was likely discipled by the disciples. Though. He was discipled by the disciples. Okay. And he uh, was led by the Spirit to, uh, and basically what he did is he said, okay, I've heard these stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go and interview the people that you say were part of these stories, and I want to get mm-hmm. some more detail about that. So, like, for example, uh, we know he interviewed Mary. Right. Uh, yeah, the Christmas Chosen Festival actually was, was, was based on his interview with Mary. It was yeah. beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so it was, it was, he wasn't physically there, and no disciple wrote about that, but he did because he went back and said, okay, tell me about this. And, mm-hmm. uh, and then through the Holy Spirit, remember all scripture is inspired by God, so it's right. through what the Holy Spirit wrote. Uh, and then he also wrote the book of Acts. Right. Uh, so he was recording all these things that were happening and talking to all these people, particularly Paul, uh, you know, what happened, what happened, what happened. And sometimes he was with them, sometimes not. Uh, so he wrote the Gospel of, of Luke and then Acts. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're primarily teaching. Uh, and while they were growing, the disciples also then got caught up in serving and administration and, uh, you know, kind of uh, uh, just the function of getting together. And they saw, you know what, uh, the Holy Spirit said, I need, your, I need more of your time focused on teaching. You need to share, build up the truth of the of the of what Christ did and said, and how it applies to the old from Old Testament to New Testament. So, um, why don't we develop deacons uh, that will be servers? Right. And they'll so just that they could focus on teaching. So they'll focus on teaching, um, and this is the body, and it's kind of the element of the body, and the here's your here's your place, and and interesting enough, and it says this in Acts chapter six is that, <clears throat> um, and this is important. They were elevated to those to that spot mm-hmm. because of their faith. Mm-hmm. They were people of great faith. Why? Because it's right. what it, what they understood what it meant to hear God, process mm-hmm. with God. What do, what do you want me to do? How do you want me to serve this? How do you want me to deliver this? And by the way, I'm learning truth too that I'm going to give away. Right. Uh, so if you look at the the fundamental. A, a definition of the covenant I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing mm-hmm. uh, is um, I'm going to be a receiver of God's life as he so has ordained it for me which includes all aspects of life not just you know financial uh, or right. uh, that and then I'm going to be asked to give it away mm-hmm. um, and so it's, it's always it's a flow through process um, absolutely uh, and then two is that um, as you look at uh, the aspect of uh, blessing, it's in sync with Jesus' statement um, in John uh, sixteen thirty three. In the world, you're going to have what? Trouble. You're going to have opposition. You're going to have trouble. So the covenant um, isn't removing us right. from trouble. It's not removing us from difficulty. It's not removing us from experiencing even painful things uh, per se because he said, well, you're in the world um, and you're going to experience this because uh, you're in a, a world that's under the uh, control of Satan. So you're going to have, first of all, entropy. We've talked about that. Uh, things are going to break down. Things aren't going to work. And then two, because, and this is what Paul makes, maybe makes a statement in Ephesians 6, you're not dealing with flesh and blood. 
you're dealing with what? Principalities and powers, Principalities and powers that yes. are always working to come against you and thwart God's will. Uh, he's using flesh and blood. He's using people, self-centered people, mm -hmm. to you know come against you and do things against you. So, so here we have Stephen, um, and he's serving, experiencing, uh, enjoying the very life of God. This is fairly early in the uh, the church age, and we know one thing is that uh, this is prior to Saul or Paul's conversion because he's standing mm -hmm. there. Because he was there. He was there. No. Uh, yeah. So if you read that I'm whole, if you read that whole structure, because I've looked at uh, an element. There's an element of trouble mm -hmm. that, interesting enough, is absolute, and it's called persecution. Right. Um, Jesus actually spoke it uh, in uh, Matthew chapter five. Blessed mm -hmm. are you who are what persecuted. Who are persecuted for my yeah. for my namesake for yours mm -hmm. is the kingdom of God and interesting enough he uses the word blessed mm -hmm. hey you're actually a blessing and are to re receive blessing and be a blessing the covenant when you're being persecuted uh, right and then he says it'll happen uh, rejoice interesting enough I believe it's a little bit of a mark of are you are you remember he said for righteousness sake right um, are you living the life of god well there if you are you're going to experience what i would call some level of persecution because the right. enemy is trying to trying to shut you down um, and persecution can be you know your company telling you you know don't put that bible out on the on the desk and no you can't right. do a bible study uh or uh, people around you are saying, no, you can't hear from God. And, uh, uh, mm. you know, they, they oppose you. So uh, you have persecution. Um, or all the way to other countries. Yeah. Culture, a lot of times, dictates the level of persecution yeah. that is yeah. allowed it, to it go on. Be, it can yeah. be super severe. And uh, yes. interesting in the uh, course we have, the topic we have on adversity, which, again, we'll, we'll get to uh, on the podcast, uh, we go into pretty good detail about this, uh, that, Blessed are you when you're persecuted, and the and the outcomes would be, you know, for God to say, you know, don't worry about it. Uh, nothing, nothing big is happening here. Um, I want you to leave because it's going to get worse, and I, I want you to leave. It's not safe for you. Uh, third is uh, I, I want you to stay, uh, and I'm going to protect you and deliver you. And we'll talk about that as as it relates to the covenant, because Paul experienced that. And then four is, uh, yeah, you're going to be killed. Um, and so Stephen would, would have been in that fourth category. Well, um, right. he's getting. And so when you read the story, um, you look through it and process through it is he is beginning to be stoned. Okay. Now think about, think about if you're standing there and you're starting to get, and these, these stones are, are heavy, damaged, physically damaging right. things, and they're being thrown at you and hitting you and basically, you know, making you pained and, and unconscious uh, and not able to process. Well, you see in Stephen's case that he, he interestingly enough, he says, I see Jesus. Uh, literally, I see Jesus. He's coming to get me. And he's talking the whole way through so that it appears that the stoning isn't painful to him. Right. Um, and or then, if it is painful, then God is doing some supernatural work to give him strength and, yes. and joy in the process. Yeah, so that um, when, if you're called by God, and this is, remember he said, uh, martyrdom is, is my call on your life, not you deciding on your own that I'm going to do something that God didn't ordain to do. So I, I believe there are martyrs right. that are self-inflicted when God said, I really need you to leave, right. but, but you're choosing not to. But uh, when God calls you, <clears throat> remember at the end of your life, you're transitioning from this physical place to the, the fully spiritual place. Um, and there's something about it that is even in that because of what Christ said about it is blessed are you who are persecuted ultimately even if even if you're martyred 
it is going to have a blessing and there's, and there's a purpose to it. Um, and by the right. way, you are blessed uh, in the process, which, by the way, you get to go be with him. And I, I believe, and again, I can't, I can't say with 100% certainty because I haven't, I haven't experienced it, uh, but it appears that there's a protection of the painful experience hmm. that God does when he says, I'm, I'm taking you home. Um, but it's but it's a blessed event. Okay, so we see Stephen as an example. All right, well let's take the disciples uh, and Paul particularly, um, and this is this is why the covenant is absolute and it's it's real. And that is that during their living time, did they have opposition? Yes. Sure. <laughs> uh, uh, you can read in, in the first several chapters of Acts, Peter, <laughs> he gets arrested several times. Right, right. Uh, and uh, is, you know, thrown in prison. And, but then he's, he's released. Uh, there's opposition. Uh, we're, we're trying to stop you. But if you read it uh, and, then, and then look at what happened is they were always restored. They were always given uh, victory. Uh, during their lifetime, and so they continued to be blessed. And remember, blessing is I get to live the life of God. And so, so be careful that we don't attribute the definition of it. Yes. Well, that means that I never have trouble, or I never have opposition, or I never have a struggle. Uh, no, uh, he said you're going to have it, uh, but I'm going to I'm going to protect you, I'm going to bless you, and I'm going to heal you uh, as you experience this. So they all did. Uh, except the very end when they were martyred. Paul writes about this. Um, what, ha what happens to, to, you know, you can, you can read it in Acts, what happened, you know, a couple of things that happened to him. He gets dragged out of the city. Right. Um, and they stone him. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, now, as far as they were th thinking, he's laying on the ground and he's dead. They just leave him. Uh, well, yeah, we, we were successful in opposing him, and we stoned him, and he's dead. Okay, what, what happens next? I don't remember. So he, enlighten me. He stands up. <laughs> he stands up. Mm -hmm. Completely healed. And when you're stoned, I mean, you're bruised. You're, you're, mm -hmm. you're, you're incapacitated. Right, right. He gets, and it was he, to the point that they thought he was dead, so it was not like a little, you know, throw a pebble. Yeah, be so, yeah. so uh, he stands up. God heals him completely, mm -hmm. <laughs> and he says, "God sent me to go back into the city and do the same thing I've been doing." I mean, so it's like, mm. yeah, it happened, right? But the blessing is, I brought healing to you, um, and right. and Paul then writes about this as whether I'm uh, I'm persecuted, whether I'm opposed, whether I'm harmed, whether I'm stoned, whether I'm have all this adversity. He says, and this is in, uh, he says this in Timothy, um, I was delivered from them all. Beautiful. Uh, so yeah, I experienced it. But the yeah. covenant life was, well, you were delivered from them all, which God promised. So he didn't say, I promised that you in the covenant, um, you're not going to experience it. And it can be fairly severe, which, which it was. Mm -hmm. But he, he was delivered from them all, and then ultimately um, he got uh, arrested uh, and is taken to Rome, uh, which is, there's a great story, by the way, of how, you know, and you could read this in Acts uh, chapters 26, 27, 28. Um, he has to get on a boat, mm -hmm. and he says to everybody, God told me to tell you we shouldn't go, because if we do, we're going to shipwreck and all of us are going to die. Uh, and it said the centurion who's in, in charge of it says, eh, I don't believe it. We're leaving. Uh, we're going. Okay, well, Paul's a prisoner. He has no choice. Right. Uh, so he says, we're, we're going to be shipwrecked. And as far as I know, uh, this is the end um, uh, for me. And maybe this is how I'm going to go. Um, well, they start, to have the, they start to have the storm and the shipwreck. Um, and it's bad. And so God, and here's, here's cool. This is, this is the covenant life. This is, this is uh, what happens. So Paul goes to God and says, what do you have to say about this? 
and he says, um, actually, you're going to be shipwrecked. You're going to lose your cargo. Tell them, though, to do exactly what I tell you, and nobody will lose their life because, hey, Paul, and he makes a statement, you're going, you are going to Rome. You can trust me. You can believe it. You, right. can, you can have faith right. in this. I'm going to get you there. I will get you there. Yeah. And, I, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you victory. So he does. Tells him, he says, now look, if, you're, if we all want to be saved, and if we don't, we're all going to be dead. Mm-hmm. Please do what I tell you to do. And the centurion says, uh, we're going to follow you. <laughs> Uh, That's awesome. So they, you know, they they throw everything overboard. They they actually they ground it, uh, and they're at Malta, an island, um, and then they got all got to jump over overboard. And the and the soldiers are are trying to kill, want to kill all the prisoners because if we lose them, we're going to be killed anyway. Right. And Paul says, No, everybody is going to get saved, and don't worry, we're, we'll just still be your prisoners. Uh, so trust us. And the centurion says, we're doing that. Do not harm these guys. Wow. So they all jump overboard. <clears throat> they get into, into the island of Malta. Uh, so they're saved. Uh, so as Paul, the first thing happens, Paul, I don't know if you remember this, Paul gets bitten by a poisonous snake. Um, mm-hmm. And it attaches himself to his hand. And, right. And Paul, again, this is the, the covenant life. He understands what God has to say, I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing. And he <laughs> says what he does is he just tosses it aside. Mm. Um, he's been bitten, but he tosses it aside. And it says, this is cool in scripture, it says everybody was watching <laughs> to see to see right. if he swells up and dies. Waiting to see him die, right? Like, yeah. well, this guy's going to die. And they actually said, out of all the prisoners, he must be the worst because he just got bit and he's mm-hmm. going to die. And, of course, nothing happens. He's healed, completely right. healed. Um, and I said, well, how did that happen? <clears throat> and basically, Paul says, you know, because of the covenant, uh, God's protecting me and delivering me, which he writes before. Uh, so, and they say, well, we got some, we got a sick couple leaders here. Could we bring him to you? Yes, bring him to here and he heals them. Okay, you healed them. Could you, could you heal everybody that's that's got a problem? Yes, <laughs> bring them here. So the whole island comes with all the people that are sick and, and diseased and, and has trouble. He heals them all, and the entire island becomes believers. Wow! Uh, which now was that's part, blessed to be a blessing. Which was right part there. of which was part of God's uh, plan mm-hmm. is that He had them shipwreck on that island. And they had a heart to receive, by the way, through mm-hmm. observing the supernatural, the blessing right. part. And that's and that's what the, the definition of the covenant is. I'm going to supernaturally do things that's right. going to bless you to make you a blessing, knowing that, yeah, at the end of your life, uh, there's a way I'm going to transition you. And in the case of the disciples uh, is I'm going to martyr you. Uh, but you are going to rejoice like like Stephen. And that's why I'd urge you to go back and read in Acts chapter 6 and 7. Uh, Stephen, uh, who was rejoicing because he understood this is the ultimate blessing uh, to get to go to be right. with him. And yeah, my life, my life is ending. And of course, then they take Paul from Malta to Rome uh, and they put him under basically house arrest. And the way that he was, he was living was in essence think of living in a luxurious house with the finest of food you have freedom you just can't leave the house and so what happened what had happened all these people came to him and and he said hey bring them bring them bring them um, and they would visit him so he would talk and write talk and write right and, and he wrote more books of the of the new testament interesting mm-hmm. enough and this is this is a cool sidelight while he was functioning between the time he got converted till the time he gets shipwrecked, what kind of life did he live? <laughs> he said, I continually had hardship and I had opposition. I had people against me. I had, I had stoning. I had arrest. All these things happened to me. Interesting enough, he goes to Rome. Guess what? It, he, that period of his last days of his life, last year, couple years of his life, 
were the very, very best because he was in complete peace, complete joy, no trouble. Mm -hmm. He didn't have any trouble. Um, right. He experienced it. Now he ultimately, you know, died there. Um, so when we when we say how do we reconcile it, is that well we have evidence they actually lived when they were living here on earth, they were experiencing the blessed life the entire right. time, not absent of trouble. Right. But God would restore. God would heal. God would deliver. God would would provide. The answer now, ultimately, when we all die, is going to be through something that isn't going to be restored, isn't going to be healed, isn't going to be taken care of. We're going to, we're going to physically go, and, and our body's given up. Uh, however, that is including martyrdom. Uh, so, right. so yeah, we can reconcile it. Uh, that while you're living here, God says, "I'm going to deliver to you the covenant." Doesn't mean it's absent of trouble. Uh, you can you can trust me. Uh, and let me every time that's what we're trying to say even when you talk about uh, uh, overcoming worry fear and anxiety is because God says well I'm gonna resolve it now ultimately you could say well I'm worried about my mom or my dad who's older it looks like they're gonna die and he said well don't worry about that uh, I'm assuming because he, he's talking about them are they believers <clears throat> uh, yes well they're going to a fantastic place Right. Uh, trust me, right. and uh, and don't be upset about this. Uh, this is, yeah, this is the time for them. This is the time for my will. Uh, and by the way, if they're not believers, he said, let me, let me have you invite them to know me even now because they can expend eternity with me, and I'll give right. you, I'll give you, I'll open some doors for you to do that. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I can, rec we can reconcile it. Uh, God mm -hmm. says, yes, I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing. That's my life. Yeah, you're going to have trouble. I'll restore, fix, and, and deliver you from that trouble while you're living. Ultimately, well, you're going to go to you are going to go to heaven uh, to be with Him. So, right. uh, do you have any any thoughts or comments about any of that? Yeah, no, that was a great explanation. I appreciate you going into that. Um, one of the things that I would just add to that, um, God had me press in a while ago on um, on just the idea. Of, really, I spent time in the Beatitudes, and He reminded me not to get the cultural definition of blessing confused with the spiritual definition of blessing. And when you, I spent time really just going through each beatitude and was reminded in the beauty of each of those promises yeah. that even when you start, you know, blessed are the poor in spirit for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn. This was one I was processing through when my dad yeah. passed away. Blessed are those who mourn for they will be comforted that the blessing in that is that we know him more intimately as comforter. And then when you tie that back to the blessed to be a blessing, once I experience God as comforter, I can also share God as comforter with someone else. Yeah. Yeah. And so there's flow through. When you look at those Beatitudes, you see a different definition of, you know, I, we talk about hashtag blessed. You know, everywhere you see people have this idea of hashtag blessed, what this is. You know, it's the picture perfect family doing the picture perfect thing, or they've got the pillow on the bed that says blessed. But what he says in the Beatitudes, blessed is different. Blessed is an invitation to intimacy and knowing him more in all of these circumstances and so that it can be flow through. Yep. So. Yep. And the uh, and we urge uh, people you know who are listening to have that same question, like, well, what does that mean? And I see a lot of believers who aren't uh, having blessed life and uh, how come? And uh, it is by invitation. Remember, covenant is an agreement. Yeah. Is God says, I, I stand ready to deliver it. You have to have a heart to receive it. And the way to right. receive it is you got to be with me in my kingdom because right. uh, that's where right. it's delivered. So I would urge you, if you have that question still, uh, we have a course uh, called The Covenant. Uh, and we're going to mm -hmm. actually uh, start this uh, in a week or two uh, on uh, uh, the podcast. We're going to get into some of the detail of this. Uh, but uh, as we say with everything, uh, that... This isn't a, a prosperity gospel that if you do certain things, you get wealthy. Uh, right. We, we talked about, we're talking about blessing. And blessing mm -hmm. is all elements of life, which, by the way, does include financial. And financial just re relative to financial freedom, not, not necessarily wealth. But he says, I do, want you, I, do want you to, yeah. I do want you to experience freedom. Um, and I will provide for you. I'll be your provider. So mm -hmm. it does include that, but it's not focused on that. Uh, so right. um, as we say with everything is, 
as you have legitimate questions, and even even if I've just explained it, you say, eh, eh, I'm not sure about that. Uh, right, or it raises up another question. Yeah, uh, that's <laughs> fine, absolutely. Uh, what we urge people to do, which is what we've done, is we'll get into the Word. Let the Word, mm -hmm. which is true, speak to you, and keep asking your questions and asking the yeah. Holy Spirit to say, help me understand this, because it do, it mm -hmm. still seems fuzzy to me, or it's the, I'm not sure this is right, and that's or I'm okay. not reconciling what I'm seeing with what I'm reading, yeah. so God, help me to see this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. how does this work? Because uh, my, my experience or my people around me's experience don't seem to match up to this, and I thought, I thought, I thought. Uh, and that's where we'll then go to the Word and process into it, um, and don't quit on it until you receive what you believe to be the truth, uh, and by the way, if there's uh, and I have people, you know, come to me and say, yeah, I think I think what this what you just said isn't quite right yet. Okay, uh, let's go to let's go to the word together, and keep processing until we until we get there. Um, because uh, I'm 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 always in a position where <laughs> I based upon the word of the the truth of the word, I would like to keep learning more and more of the depth of it and what does it mean and how does it work and, and the same very same questions that this person uh, gave us was well how do you reconcile that well guess what that's one of my questions right well right. wait wait a minute you said covenant but a lot of people don't seem to be experiencing it how, how come and why not and what does that mean and what about the disciples and uh and so i worked through it i prayed through it i went into the scripture to see what was written particularly by paul who was experiencing <laughs> All the difficulties. Lots of hardship, yeah. Lots of hardship, and he even wrote right about it. He said, yeah, and he actually describes it in pretty good detail. Mm -hmm. I was delivered from them all, and it says in Scripture, I was delivered from them all, uh, and that's that's the covenant. So, uh, you know, we'll uh, we'll keep speaking that, and again, if you have more questions about that, write them in. We're happy to, to receive them, and, and it was a great question. Uh, we were, uh, last yeah, time excellent. when we left this, we were in Psalm 145. So, uh, Kathy, if you would go ahead, let's read that again and uh, uh, bring that up as to, you know, what the Lord says uh, to us as we're finishing what it means to overcome uh, worry, fear, and anxiety. I will extol you, my God and King, and bless your name forever and ever. Every day I will bless you and praise your name forever and ever. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised, and his greatness is unsearchable. One generation shall commend your works to another and shall declare your mighty acts. On the glorious splendor of your majesty and on the wondrous works, I will meditate. I shall speak of the might of your awesome deeds and I will declare your greatness. They shall pour forth the fame of your, of your abundant goodness and shall sing aloud of your righteousness. The Lord is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. The Lord is good to all and his mercy is over all that he has made. All your works shall give thanks to you, O Lord, and all your saints shall bless you. They shall speak of the glory of your kingdom and tell of your power to make known to the children of man your mighty deeds and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom and your dominion endures throughout all generations. The Lord is faithful in all his words and kind in all his works. The Lord upholds all who are falling and raises up all who are bowed down. The eyes of all look to you, and you give them food, their food in due season. You open your hand, you satisfy the desire of every living thing. The Lord is righteous in all his ways and kind in all his works. The Lord is near to all who call on him and all to call and to all who call on him in truth. He fulfills the desire of those who fear him. He also hears their cry and saves them. The Lord preserves all who love him, but all the wicked he will destroy. My mouth will speak the praise of the Lord and let all the flesh bless his holy name forever and ever. Yeah. Uh, so, um, you know, we talked about uh, he is greatly to be praised. Uh, he's God. His kingdom lasts forever. Uh, by the way, this is where the covenant is delivered is in his kingdom, which means and he's implied, uh, you know, I'm found by those who seek me. Uh, and living in the kingdom implies, well, he's the he's the king. And, right. I, and I'm not, and I'm willing to surrender my will to the king because he's got the power, the, the, uh, the wonder to be able to deliver it. And it says that I will speak of his supernatural acts, of his mighty deeds. Uh, okay, now let's just take how, how beautiful that means. Uh, if I can speak of that, 
what does that mean happened to me? I've experienced them. Yeah, yeah. See, um, it doesn't imply here I'm telling perhaps maybe um, he's got the potential to do this. And I hope it happens for me, it happens for you. And you're talking hypothetically, or you're talking, mm-hmm. uh, well, the Bible says, or look at what happened, you know, we just discussed it. Look at what happened to Paul. Hey, he got saved from all of his problems. Okay. Um, and you can preach about that. You could, you know, I can, I can take the word, I can preach about that. It happened to Paul. Um, and then, interesting enough, <laughs> and I hear this, uh, they go through scripture, say it happened to Paul, and they say, well, maybe it might happen for you, but the preacher preaching doesn't share anything about what's happened to him. Uh, why? Well, it's not happening right. to him. So I, when you talk and, 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 and give uh, a, a wondrous deed, it always implies, well, that's involving you. Okay, now how could you speak of his marvelous, under what conditions would you speak of his marvelous deeds? Having actually experienced them, and and why why did they why do they need to be experienced? So that you again, that's the flow through the blessed to be a blessing, even yeah, as, but, well, as what, we ex- yeah. Oh, go ahead. What happened in your life that actually required a marvelous deed to, to occur? Well, there was some crisis yeah. of some sort. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, this is this is what we're saying is that uh, why. Do you go to worry, fear, and anxiety? Well, there's something mm-hmm. going on right. in your life that is really being experienced by you. Mm-hmm. It's really there, and your first reaction is, man, I, I worry because I'm not sure what's going to happen here, or I'm fearful of uh, mm-hmm. an outcome that doesn't look too good to me, including it can even lead, be led to a a kind of a what we call this low level of infection, uh, even as, as much as an anxiety disorder, I'm so wrapped up in it that um, I'm I'm discouraged. I'm I'm thinking this isn't going to go anywhere, and I uh, and I have this kind of this physical uh, anxiety going on all the time. It's hard to sleep. Uh, uh, I'm overwhelmed by it. Uh, I'm fearful of it. Uh, why? Well. It really, it's really happening. Right. Uh, and God said, I know. In the world, you, yeah, you're going to have this. You're going to have this, yeah. Uh, these are happening to you. I understand it's happening to you. I'm not, I'm not exempting you from that. And don't pray to me to just take care of all of them and get rid of all of them. He said, no. Uh, he said, what I will do is, and this goes back to the covenant, is let me deliver you, let me resolve this, let me supernaturally right. do something that only I can do because that's my heart for you and I, and I will. And that's why he says in Psalm 145, it doesn't say you may or you sometimes, it says you will speak of my marvelous deeds. Well, because what, it involved you you came to me, as we've discussed, you said, okay, what do you got to say about this? This is what I'm going to do, and I'm going to instruct you to be in the right place at the right time at the right people for me to deliver you this in the kingdom of God. Um, and then when it happens, you will do what? What will you do? I'll declare it. You'll, you'll share it with others. Okay, now uh, it says you're going to declare supernatural acts. You're going to declare marvelous acts. Uh, mm-hmm. Why would you declare that? Because you can't help it. <laughs> okay. Help. Honestly, when you've experienced it, you can't help but share what he has done out of gratitude, out of praise, out of exultation, and even just out of the wow factor. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, because you know this, <laughs> this, wasn't, uh, a, this didn't get resolved because of me. Right, right. Um, I didn't come up with this great idea. Uh, it was God who did this works. And he said, you can't help, as you're saying, mm-hmm. you can't help but declare right. uh, this marvelous act, this marvelous deed, this thing that God did uh, to uh, share it because it was you know. Uh, and, I, and I talk about this. When you think of supernatural, others 
might interpret it as, well, that was coincidence. Or, well, that, yeah, sure, I could see how that might happen. But you know, it was, it was unique to you. Right. Well, and this coming Thursday, um, just a little a little teaser, um, Justin and Andrea will be on as our guest, and he shares a story like this that he just he can't help but declare the goodness of God on the miracle. They'll be on a week. A week they'll be on a week from now. Uh, oh, okay. I thought they were the seventeenth. Uh, so. No, uh, they're on the well. Remember, excuse me, uh, they're on the tenth. Um, oh, so we just heard them. So we heard them last week. <laughs> uh, Sorry who, about that. Who's coming, so up, go. who's coming up next is uh, is going to be uh, your friend Morgan. Oh, yes, you're uh, she'll right. Be, she'll be on the 17th. Uh, so, okay, uh, so go back to last Thursdays if you missed that, and you'll hear Justin do exactly this, and he'll say, you know, basically exactly this verse. I can't help but declare this was a miracle, and it was in my life. Yes. You know. Yeah. It, it was. Yeah. Uh, it's a great uh, example of that. Um, yeah. You know, uh, Linda. Uh, she uh, one thing that God has done for Linda is to physically uh, drop objects right in her yes. path as she's walking with a question. What about this? What about that? Uh, we had a, a situation where she and I. Uh, one thing that we do, uh, we go out hiking. Uh, we are at Estes Park, which is a magnificent place. Uh, yeah, and we and we bring our uh, our journals or our cards. Linda's bringing these three by five cards that she has, and, and uh, uh, she said, "Let's take it." And she had a couple of them in her in the car, and she said, "I think I'll take this one." Uh, I hadn't actually. Uh, she said, "I haven't spent much time in this one for a while, so I'm going to bring this one." So we just start, you know, looking at the verses and what do you have to say about that and. Um, there was a statement uh, about the heart of a child uh, in the verse. And, and I got, oh, God wants to give us literally the, the heart, life, and enthusiasm of a child. And I said, you know, we have some things that are kind of heavy, and he wants us to go back to the life of a child that just is Abba, Abba Father. You know, this will be exciting. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get released from the heaviness of that. Um, and I said, so he wants to give it to us, and we prayed, and and so we asked God, uh, you know, would you deliver that what you just said to us? Well, during the during the walk, uh, I receive it, huh? and it all flips everything. All the burdens go away, and it's just, oh, I can, oh man, no, this, that's this is going to be exciting. This is going to be, oh man, this is freedom, and how joyful is this? Um, and so. And so, you know, Linda didn't receive that at the moment. Um, so we, we drive home, uh, have dinner, get ready to go to bed. And she says, I didn't get it. Um, I want that. You know, how come you got it and I didn't? You know, I said, well, don't worry. I said, God's going to give it to us and you'll receive it. Don't don't fret about it, but, you know, trust him. So we go to bed. She gets up the next morning, you know, well, God didn't give it to me. I said, I said he said he's going to, you know, trust him. Uh, okay, so she goes to the cleaners uh, to drop off clothes. Uh huh. She comes out. Now, when when she went in, there was nothing there. When she comes out, and this is two minutes. Right. Um, there is uh, on the sidewalk a huge button. Uh huh. Uh, and she picks it, and and the spirit says, "Pick it up." She picks it up. <laughs> And it says, I'm a kid. Oh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> and she received it. And it, it, it not only did she get the physical object of it, but then she received it right. at that very moment and reminded, you know, you're a kid. Uh, and it was a supernatural because she said, I went in that wasn't there. I come out and it's on the sidewalk. And she's got it. Uh, she's got. Yeah. She's got yeah, a she shed. She keeps a box. Of she's got things, a whole right? box. She's yeah. got scores and scores of this stuff, uh, of God dropping things in her uh, in her in her uh, uh, path, and she received it. Um, well, she can testify mm-hmm. of her mighty deed of what happened, because uh, right. it's she knows it wasn't her. It was God who did that, and yeah. it was something she can testify. And it did it, it did release her from the heaviness that she was under. So. Right. Um, that's the life of God is 
uh, you can you can share. He says you will share of my marvelous deeds, and remember it involves you. Right. Why? Well, there's a problem. There's an issue. There's something that needs to be resolved. Uh, and he said through that, I'm going to act. And when I act, because I will resolve this. Uh, that's why you can release your worry, fear, and anxiety. He said, because I'm going to do it. Uh, let me do it. Uh, trust me to do it. I will do it. And when I do it, really for you, what, what, what are you going to do? You're going to share it with everyone. I'm going to share yeah. it. Uh, and by the way, this is how our ministry has grown is because we've taught people that, that this is the, what the life of God. It's not hypothetical. It'll involve right. you in the very trouble you get. Well, when you start to experience that, like like you said with uh, Andrea and Justin, they share it. And guess what? Other people say, is that possible for me? Right. I need that too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because it's not, see, it's not special. Uh, it's not, well, a few lucky ones get it. It's God says, no, covenant life is I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing. I'm going to resolve these things. Trust me. And right. share and share that openly when yeah. I do, so that others get encouraged. Right. Uh, and that's what we would urge you is is go through the if you need to go back through the process, trust him, seek him, expect it, experience it. And if there's a roadblock there, you know, email us and let us know, and we'll be happy to help you understand it. Uh, but he says, I'm I'm going to do it, and you uh, will, uh, you know, absolutely, uh, you know, give give me the glory because uh, I'm going to do the work. So send us a comment on the YouTube. Uh, you can put it at questions at afjministry.com, questions at afjministry.com. And we're happy to answer these questions that come up and uh, and to help you with it. So we'll, we'll uh, conclude our series tomorrow, actually, uh, with this psalm. Uh, but we got a little bit more to go. But uh, uh, it's so beautiful that he just says, um, uh, I rejoice over you. And I want you to share my supernatural work that I'm doing in your life. And so, you know, right. we would encourage you to, to do it. It's a beautiful invitation yep. and promise. Yes. Yeah. Yep. So, Kathy, we'll pick this up again uh, tomorrow. And, uh, Sounds great. And it'll be fun. Yep. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Um, as always, if you found today encouraging and inspirational, please be a friend and tell a friend. Yep. As we wrap up this series, we're also going to be stepping into... Um, a recap on yes. abiding and just kind of coming back to the basics on abiding for those of you who um, hear us say this word all the time and aren't quite sure what it is if you've joined later in the podcast yeah. we definitely want to get back to that so looking forward to yeah, that as we'll, well. Have, we'll have a little mini series on that one yep. okay we'll, we'll see you tomorrow great have a great day thank you for joining us for today's episode of come and see your podcast for truth in a world of chaos brought to you by all for Jesus living waters ministry Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.